this is Barbara Corker, and you are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. Today's episode is presented by Klaviyo. That's K-L-A-B-I-Y-O. Hi, Barbara. My name's Ellen. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. I love you on Shark Tank. Love the podcast. I'm calling, kind of looking for some advice on what I should do at work. I'm currently an office manager at a corporate office for a apartment complexes. I was hired a little over a year ago. I'm extremely grateful. I had no experience straight out of college and I'm on an hourly wage and now I'm doing so much more work. People have been laid off due to COVID and I've now taken on the responsibilities of an operations assistant and social media manager and I'm now running all of our social media accounts with the same pay. People are still being laid off and I know the company is really tight on money right now but I still think I should be paid for more work that I'm doing. So do you have any advice for that? Should I maybe wait it out a few months? Should I bring it up? Or should I just wait for our quarterly review in March? Any advice would be extremely helpful. Thank you. Bye-bye. First off, Ellen, the reason you haven't been laid off with some of your other colleagues is you have enormous, great energy, and you probably can handle about anything that's thrown at you. So look at yourself in the mirror and say, wow, There's one great worker looking back at me. With that kind of a confidence that your job is well done and the people you work with think well of you or they wouldn't be giving you more responsibilities and they think well of you or you would have been one of the people that was laid off, then you've got your head on straight to go in and ask for a raise and ask for a raise you should. You've been working there for a year. That doesn't mean you merit a raise just because you put time in. But when you start in one position with certain responsibilities, and then within the period you spend there, you get a lot more responsibilities to take care of, that clearly merits a raise. And I don't care if it's the best of time or the worst of time, if the company is going through tough times or easy times, when you've really loaded up on your work, you deserve more money. So no, you don't want to work till review time and raise it then. You should be heading on into your boss's office now and making your case. And this is how you do it. First, go online, go on glassdoor.com and see what your job description is actually worth. Put all those little things, those responsibilities you have in and see what it turns up as to your current value in the Dallas area for that particular position. It's a very simple search engine and it will give you a value for the work that you're doing now. With that armed in your hand, then you go in and this is how you position it. I'm so very thankful that you have the confidence in me that you gave me all these responsibilities. Here's a list of what I was hired for and what I happily took on. And next page of paper, here's a list of everything else I've taken on in the last year, which I realized was out of necessity because so many people were let go. But I do want to be paid for my extra labor. And yet I do understand the position the business is in being short on cash. And that's why I would like to have X number of dollars for a raise effective next month. Why are you saying effective next month? Or if you want to be really generous, you could say effective two months out. But I want to know that my salary will be increased to this amount. 
but I'm very, very happy to work along with the business until that point in time because I understand that things are a little bit tough. That's like a nice guy approach, but also the guy who knows what his worth is. Trust me, if you've been kept on when other people have been let go and I could hear the energy in your voice and you're a positive individual, I could hear it all so much so I feel like offering you a job. I might even invent one here so I could recruit you away. That's the right way to go, but do it with respect. Do it with an advanced appointment with your boss and do it logically showing them what you did on one piece of paper, what you're doing now on the other piece of paper, and also telling them that the value of your job in today's market is roughly blank. If you run into a wall and the person says, forget it, there's no money, graciously thank them and get out and start looking for another job. Let me tell you something about a bad job market. There's always people who get hired in any market, including a bad job market, and it always goes to the best workers. You're one of those. You'll have no problem getting another job. Hey, Barbara. I want to say thank you for your show. I absolutely love it. My name's Jacob. I'm from Stanford, Connecticut. I'm a 23-year-old working professional. I've been working for this company now for a year, and I'm really impressed. So they just promoted me to national marketing manager, but... They want me to move to a part of the country that is really expensive. And with the offer they gave me, it wouldn't be worth going to their headquarters. So I just want to get your input on whether I should accept the position and move down or maybe offer an alternative solution. Thank you. Jacob, there's always an alternative solution and you're on the right track asking about that. And even if you don't get what you want, think about it. You always win people's respect by doing the asking. So yes, you must go forth and ask for an alternative. They obviously think of you and they think of you in a very good light or you wouldn't have been promoted. So you want to take advantage of your good standing when you make an appointment with the boss that promoted you. The first thing you should do is one, make an appointment with that guy or that gal for a few days out. Don't hit them broadside and say, hey, do you have a minute and sit down at their desk? You want to give them notice. That's the professional way of doing it. Number two, when you go in there, you want to first thank them profusely for their vote of confidence in you to get that kindle and that love going again, that they're all excited to offer you the position in the first place. So you want to say how much you respect it. Three, you want to go in with the information you need to argue your case and perhaps argue is the wrong word to persuade them to your way of thinking. So you want to go on a website like Glassdoor, for example, there are many out there and see what your position is actually worth. So when you go in there, you know what the position is worth. And you also want to go in knowing what the cost of living is going to be in your headquarters city. With that in hand, you're in a very good position to persuade them that you need to get more money. Next, you need to definitely ask for more money than you actually want, because everyone likes to negotiate. You're not going to lose your position by asking. So ask for perhaps 10% more than you actually think you'll need so that when the negotiation happens, you're not caught in the position of not getting enough and having to redecide again whether you want to take the position. You need to have a buffer there. And last, you want to have the confidence in yourself to go in the first place, to know that you didn't get promoted by accident. You got promoted because they like you because you're doing everything right. So you've got the best possible scenario for getting what you want. Don't lose any time. Get that appointment done today for a few days out and let me know how you do. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love.
Now let's get back to the show. Hey, Barbara. Good morning. This is Sherry from California. I love your podcast. We've been listening to it during our dinners, and we want to try to be a better version of ourselves. So thank you. My question is, I am in a tough spot right now. I just got my annual review, and it wasn't what I expected. They were so hard for it. So I had a chat with my manager, and... Basically, he said some BS, and the only reason why I thought it was BS was I told several of my coworkers, and they thought that's BS as well. So I'm not sure where to go from here. I work as a physical therapist. I love my job. I love my patients. I love what I do. It's just management stinks and right now it's not a good time to move to find jobs so I don't know where to go from here or how to just have a mind change I feel disappointed and I don't think talking to the HR or the upper management would do any good I just need to change something my mindset perhaps so that's where I'm at right now if I hear from you that would be great if not I'll just keep on listening to the podcast. I imagine this is not an isolated problem. So have a great day, Barbara. Thank you. Well, Sherry, if you think your manager gave you some BS, I can assure you he did. You didn't even need to check with your coworkers. People recognize baloney from a mile away. So always trust it if you think you're being conned. So this guy doesn't want to give you a raise. You probably deserve it. But one thing for sure is you don't want that guy's attitude to incite or influence your attitude toward yourself at all. What is happening in the healthcare industry, I know because I have two sisters who, one a physical therapist, one a nurse, the management systems are recently the bane of every healthcare professional's existence. Uh, Most people who leave healthcare don't leave it because they hate their patients or hate their work. They leave it because they've had it with management. But there are good managers out there and there are good organizations that take care of their people, respect them and give a job well done and a raise when it is well done. They accolade them. They applaud their people on. And that's really what you're complaining about. You say you love your patients. You love being a physical therapist, but your management stinks. Okay. So change your management. If you think there are no jobs out there, there are. The only reason you're believing that right now is you haven't been out looking. That doesn't mean you have to leave your place of employment. All it means is you're going to go out and look. So get out there. Give yourself a target that you'll speak to five people in the next week or the next month or whatever target you want to set or go to one one interview within the next two weeks and get your body out there and interview. I could hear the warmth in your voice. I wish I had an ailment that I could call you because I would call Sherry from California, even though I'm in New York City, because I know you would take care of me. I'm sure you're exceptional at what you do. So find an exceptional manager. Everyone deserves to love their job and you deserve it. I could tell Sherry more than the next guy. Hi, Barbara. This is Elmira calling from Vancouver. I have a question about switching jobs. I got an offer from another firm that does really good quality design work. I work as an architect. And 
The only thing is they do work hard and they don't necessarily have much of the life work balance that I have in my Korean job. It's a hard decision to make and I conflicted. I don't know what to do. Please help. Thank you. The first thing you should do, Elmira, is decide what your priorities are. What's more important to you? Going to another firm, I'm assuming for more pay and learning new talents that you might not know yet in the current job? Or are your curricular activities, the things that interest you, where you like to spend time, are those more important? Those are two conflicting priorities for every individual. Is work more important or is play more important? And no one has the right answer. Whatever's right for you is the right answer. So that's the first thing. Sit down with yourself and ask yourself, what's most important to me? Next, if you do decide you might take that job, by all means, challenge the assumption that there is no work-life balance there. How did you arrive at that conclusion? Did you question the person who was interviewing you? Did you speak with other people in a similar position to ask them what the culture of the company is and if that is indeed true that there's no work-life balance? Just be sure that that huge assumption isn't really fear that you've disguised as something else, which very often happens when it comes to making a life change. And last, you might shift your attitude to not so black or white, but a gray zone, a gray zone like this. You might look at the new position as simply a transitional position. You might decide, maybe I'll take it for a year, see what it's like, see what else I could learn to put me in a better position for the next job. Look at it as a means to an end. No job we ever accept is the end all that we think we're going to be buried at that desk. No, you move on to other things. So soften your gaze and look at it. Would this be a good transitionary job? Even if it means more work, maybe I'll learn so much more. It will help me get the job of my dreams next time around the corner. So those were the three things that I think you have to bear in mind. But most importantly, you got to get to know yourself better. What's most important to Elmira? What floats her boat? What makes you happy? That's where the starting point is. And then you measure the opportunity against yourself. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Audiation.